Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of FamCast. This is already episode 29, our second of the new year. And we have something special today. We've got a celebrity guest. We have the DJ Moonpickle with us. Ah, what's up? Also known as Casey. And he is, uh, and I guess we have Tim. Uh, Tim's here too, so. Uh, take it take it for what it is uh but yeah. we've uh we've got a special podcast here i uh, wanted to bring on a few other gaming guests just to uh, mix things up a little bit uh so tim i'll, I'll kind of kick things over to you because you met casey uh years ago playing was it 360 xbox 360 yeah so back when xbox live was really really taken off uh i really wanted to get in the the, the jig of things right and i bought an xbox 360 went to my dad's uh for the summer and during a game of Burnout Revenge, I met up with a little-known person called Small But Mighty. Yeah, not uh, Moon Pickle. Yeah, not Moon Pickle. His name was Small But Mighty. And there's also one other guy named Ninja Guerrero who wound up falling off the face of the earth, but that's no. a whole other story. But me and this Small But Mighty guy, we had a good time because in the old-school Burnout games, you know, the whole t- point was literally just to crash your friends and have a good time, right? And that's also back when the Xbox Live community was, you know, kicking fresh and it was all neat and it was some of my first time playing xbox live so the fact that i'm talking with some random person and it was just a good time every time we crash them you know you get the the whole ah it was a good right. time exactly um, that <laughs> so me and mr small Mavidi became pretty good friends and that friendship uh went on to be into also a game called call of duty 2 um, i, I have amount- not heard of that no never played call of duty 2 see no. not a small indie game 2. i believe Call of Duty 2. Um, me and Moon, or <clears throat> Small But Mighty, w- we played that game a lot. But I was deceived. Greatly. Uh, little did I know, Small But Mighty was not the person I thought it was. Um, you know what, Moon Pickle? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you tell that part because that's, that's between you and something else. Yeah. So uh, little did he know, Small But Mighty was a catfish. In uh, the costume of a moon pickle. So, uh, yeah, we were playing Burnout. Uh, me and a few friends, we would swap gamer tags back in the day. And we'd uh, borrow hard copies and be like, hey, get these achievements for me and I'll get these for you. And uh, so I was like, cool, I'll go online, kick it to some Burnout. And uh, little did I know I would meet a lifelong friend after that. So uh, we were just playing a game of Call of Duty that day. And I was like, listen... I got to go for the day, but I'm going to be back on, and uh, I want you to meet my really cool friend, Moon Pickle. He sounds like exactly like me. This is crazy. I know. And then I was like, just hang out, and we'll get on. And then I had to break the news to him that uh, I was not who he thought he was. <laughs> I was freaking out, because I was like, dude, you're right. This guy sounds just like you. <laughs> like, are you sure you're not twins or anything? Because this is this is because you have a unique voice. So like it's it, it blew my mind. And Please yeah, tell me that went was... on for like four years. <laughs> <laughs> Easily, I'm, I'm not I'm that still good of a catfish, right. unfortunately. Um, but what was crazy, honestly, was so after you know that the, the literally the first summer I got to play games, I go to my dad's for three months. Right by the end of the third month, I'm getting ready to go home, and I find out that Mr. Pickle lives in Columbus. Like, we, the whole summer we spent, we played games every night, and some of the things That's that true. came up while we were playing games at night was hilarious like there's this one time uh we were playing and i don't know what it was but my dad 
He was kind of scared oh. of my dad. <laughs> my dad didn't like me playing late at night, like super late at night, right? Yeah. When I say super, I mean, oh, he has to go to work at 6 a.m. and I'm still up playing. Right. He didn't like seeing me up that late. So I'm sitting there and I'm playing. And all of a sudden, I told Moon Pickle that. And all of a sudden, my dad comes out. I'm like, oh, shit, my dad's coming out. And I just see Moon Pickle jump offline. Like, yeah, just, I was gone. He just I was gone. Out. I was like, he's going to jump through the TV and eat me. <laughs> Something was, bad's going to happen. It was great. I, I bolted. Uh, but we found out good. that he lived in Columbus. And my dad and, and his parents were super cool. And we actually met up at the Ohio State Fair. So oh, nice. that summer afterwards, before my dad took me back to my mom's, we went to the Ohio State Fair. Now, mind you, this is like 13 years ago, 13 or 14 years ago. Wow. Like it's, yeah, yeah. It, this was a long time ago. This was um, back when meeting online friends were like real weird to do. Right. Because right. we so saw you're probably each other. what, 14? Uh, I was yeah. 15. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> so we get there and he has this like devil lock thing going on. He's like a super cool guy. And he's like, I'm waving at you. I think I see you. And we're like just kind of waving. And we don't know who uh, yep, where we are. You were a dick back then and still a dick. Right. <laughs> exactly. And we, we, we saw each other. It was great. And like to give me and him time to just hang out, my mom and – or my mom. My dad and his mom <laughs> just kind of hung out at the fair somewhere else, right? Mm -hmm. And just kind of – I don't know how long we stared at a Michigan hat. But oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, that was like the most, we were the most awkward people you could be we meeting were. in real life. So picture it, we were like, all these fair booths, everything, we could have gone on like a ride or something, but instead, we're like sitting on this little park bench inside of a huge little camp fairground thing, and there's like this flashing Michigan hat and neon sign, we're like, that's a pretty cool hat, It's like, yeah, we just stared at it for like an hour. Just, wow. just I did watch this kid eat like ten steaks on a stick, though. I will never Can forget this, this little skinny guy here. He just downed these like sticks, steaks on a stick, like it was nothing. I'm just like, oh. can confirm that was a good day. <laughs> but we we left with some. We I got an RE Master 1989 shirt. I should have had that like he, hanging down my back of my chair today. Darn. He has his DJ Moon Pickle shirt. Like we got. It was just. It was. It was awkward and awesome at the same time. And then ever since then, we just became, like, extremely, extremely good friends. That's awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, like, yeah. of all the chances to, like, meet someone online and then they're only, like, an hour away, that's pretty wild. Right. right. Yeah. So, go Xbox Live for all doing right. one thing right. <laughs> and then uh, we, we all actually went to E3 together last year. Yeah, and which, I, which was, yeah, like, Impacts. the first and already my fondest memory of meeting you and Trey. I mean, the Kojima moment. Like, uh -huh. Oh, man. Uh, and Trey catches up to him. He's like, let's get a picture. And then Trevor's like, where did they go? Right. And you just see him sprinting oh, in for the picture. Man. It still seems like a good, dream. Yeah. I wish such a good summer. That. Yeah, that was so good. I feel like you have a lot of those moments, Tim. From E3, like a lot of those, like, I wish I would have stayed yeah. there for that kind of moments. Although yeah. the Bethesda thing was the biggest thing because I, I just didn't expect what was happening. And we already had a long day because we had Fan Fest for going sure. on. Like, we had a super, and we had a ton of stuff on us. But if I would have known Bethesda what land would have been like that, I would have stayed. Yeah. And, I just, and that we would have gotten in. I think we were really doubtful that we would have yeah. had a seat. Yeah. I yeah. Was like, we were surprised, too. Day. Like, there's no guarantee. It was all just like... Uh, what it basically like uh like standing room only kind of thing right you right. get in there and there was so much room it was like a, a full fairground so it yeah. I, I i still think fan fest was probably a better experience overall just because of 
I don't actually being in person of a conference, which that's what everyone thinks about when they think of E3 anyways, right. is actually like cool. seeing everything be announced and you're, you're, you're living the hype. Like you are right there. And we were right. literally right there. Like yeah. we were front row, everything. But yeah. also I think you guys had a really cool experience because we got to see this like weird carnival thing on TV and you were actually in a carnival. That's true. Yeah. Like I so will that say that really cool. I think Bethesda had the, the best, um, Maybe not conference, but best experience out of everything because it was so different. They had like, the worst yeah. conference to watch on TV, but yeah. they probably had the best conference to be there in person. That's true. Like yep. they had an open bar, free food, uh, free caricatures, like just Skyrim cool cups. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just all kinds of like giveaways and stuff. It was really cool. You came cool. back with all this stuff, and I was just like, oh, mm. all those cool freaking pins Trey has yeah. on his, his jacket. Yeah, the pins yep. were cool too. I'm really looking forward to to going again this year. Hopefully we we all get in, and hopefully we all get in a fan fest this year too. Yeah, I'm hoping they sell tickets this year, just yeah. so it's not some weird mess. Right, yeah, man. I help. Yeah, I remember we were all so excited, like, oh, we all got in. That's so crazy. Yeah. Oh, uh, just kidding. We didn't really. <laughs> right. That was that, that was, was a sad day. It was. It was heartbreaking because I. Going to E3 alone is so exciting, but to mm. be able to go to a fan fest as well, like everything was just lining up. Right. Right, right. Too good to be true, unfortunately. But still had an awesome time. And PAX was awesome too. That's where we did our uh, our escape room. Yeah. Oh, that dude, was yeah. Awesome. We did it. Oh, man. I'd, I'm really looking. Um, I don't know if um, Tim told you, but I actually emailed the uh, the people that ran that, I am 8 bit. And they said they're yeah. actually working with a uh, like a media outlet to put together like videos and pictures to like share. Oh, that's so cool. So here's here's to hoping that uh, we show up in there somewhere. That would be so cool. Even if they had, imagine if they had like a leaderboard of like everyone that passed it yes! like times. We that have to be awesome. up there. Like we, we have to. We crushed it. Yeah. Uh, so, uh. so y- you mentioned something. You mentioned yeah. Gears of War and me and Moon Pickle. Yeah. yeah. So. To touch on that a little bit for those who didn't know, I would have to say, Moon Pickle, that was probably easily our most competitive game we've ever played. Like, we got into, especially Gears 1, yeah. hard. Like, Highlight. Like, that's the... I, I can say it probably ruined multiplayer for me, just for the fact that I'm not addicted to a multiplayer game as I was with Gears right. 1. Ugh. And it sucks, because I don't think we'll... I don't know if I'll ever have that kind of adrenaline rush and just fun like getting on at 10 a.m every day that we could <laughs> and playing till two o'clock in the morning nonstop. Oh, yeah like yep. that's crazy. all day yeah yeah i don't think i've ever had a multiplayer game that i've i've been that that crazy over like because that, yeah. that sounds so awesome to just like sit there and like i think for me i, I just kind of get burnt out on on multiplayer games sometimes so I'm it's the great. same way yeah it, it's just tough for me i I think my version of that would have been wow, like waking up on Saturday morning, 9 a.m., go to bed like 2 a.m., just like playing the whole day long. Having a raid day, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I, Getting, I can I can relate to those days for sure. Having, yeah. ha- and half the fun that we played, you know, we played it competitively, of course, big time. I mean, the, right. the story was a lot of fun for the game the story. And we, we went in on insane mode. We did all the achievements. Like, we went hard. On yeah. these games, but the multiplayer aspect of it was just you know getting those sick headshots, just oh, the yeah. teamwork involved, meeting other friends who we known forever. Like I still think our friendship, Moon Pickle, is the longest I've had online by far. Like, I, and I don't think that's ever going to get beaten. Right. Um, 
but the multiplayer, we just played it constantly. But and then on the other spectrum of that, this was back when finding glitches in a multiplayer map was super neat. Like the 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 ninja backflip out of the map, and you. That's the thinking on the train map on Tyro Station. Mm. You could backflip out of there, and everybody would fight in this like big smoke smog land. Yeah. And that's what kind of blew my mind is you look at the map Tyro or Tyro Station, and it's a it's a relatively small map. But when you get out of the map, when you do like the backflip out of it. It's huge. It's yeah. almost like they did that on purpose because there was no need for this excess land and rock formation around this multiplayer. I mean, the map itself easily opened up three times as big once you jumped out of it. Sure. It was like, an it was a secret Easter egg they won't fess up to. They're just like, We made right. this for you. We but made the backflip for you. And that's mm-hmm. the thing, like it's the weapon sliding. Oh my god, weapon sliding on a canal is just so you can get that sniper without getting your head popped off if you weren't yeah. the first one. Yeah. Um but to, to kind of connect the dots here at Gears of War, Moon Pickle did something in Gears of War, specifically Gears of War 3, that made me extremely jealous. I don't think I ever told you this either, Moon Pickle. Like, I think this no is a idea. FanCast exclusive. Right. You have no exclusive. idea how jealous of this I was. I wasn't as big into Gears of War 3 as I wish I was. Oh, um, I know And what it is. I really wish I would have stayed there, and I wish I would have played more of that with you. But Moon Pickle met some really, really cool people during a match of Gears of War 3. And it started a pretty pretty awesome friendship. And some things came out of it. Moon Pickle, I, do, you, do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, are you talking about uh, Able Gamers? Yeah, that is exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. So yeah. how did that go? That was really cool. Uh, I've known this. His name's Craig. He's the director now of Able Gamers. So he goes around and uh, goes to, like, every festival there is and make sure they have a presence there um but basically they do all kinds of charity streams and things like that and uh one year in particular they did it we always used to love gears of war and we do marathons and things like that and so uh they would do like this pink lancers for cancer so you could come in and uh the developers would actually give us skins for different guns so if you came in a lobby you could play with those which was really fun and uh so for gears 3 they ended up doing that uh for us and they made one just for able gamers and uh i was fortunate enough to be part of that when they did that so uh kind of like lives as a little uh history thing on like account i can still get on there and see that gun skin it's really cool that's awesome you can get on people message. How do you have that? I have every skin, and so it's always kind of funny. But uh, not every skin. Yeah, yeah. gonna have to ask so, the devs for that. So like, so how did it start? So so you know, we played Gears Three here and there, and we had a good time with it. There, there was something about Gears Three I remember being off-putting, and it, maybe it was just I sucked at it. That could have been very off-putting. I don't know. Same, <laughs> you know one of those same things. But like. Yeah. When you, how did you meet them? Like, how did that whole thing even happen? Oh man, he was my the Craig. He was my boss at a uh, a game oh. store for a really long time. Yeah, and uh, so I met him. He was my boss. He was at my local game store forever. And uh, when that ended up going away, I met his brother, and we would play Rocket League all the time. And uh, so that's how I kind of got in with that and uh, hung out with all of them. But they are uh, they're really cool. I say I've got to play with Craig Holmes uh, on Gears of War four a couple times. We played some matches there. Yeah, him, yeah, yeah. him and his friends are fantastic. Like they're just yeah, super awesome. nice people, and they're good people to play with. They're you know they're competitive, but they're competitive without salt. Right, at least, right. At, least <laughs> at least when necessary. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah. <laughs> uh, there's there's always a little bit of salt here and there, but they're just they're they're just people that you could just sit down and chill with and play games for sure. and just have a good yep. time. Yeah, and the cool thing about that is like you never really put in a thought of like how 
a, a gaming is an escape for us. So it's like not being able to do that and then being able to bring that to other people is just like such a cool thing. Oh, yeah. Um, because they do make controllers for people who, you know, whatever it might be, if you don't have a hand, if, you know, if you can't push down a button too hard, like they make custom buttons just so you can have that of any type of sensitivity, all of that. It's just really, really cool. Uh, so being able to give that to somebody is uh, kind of awesome. Yeah, it, that's great to see in the community where, you know, gaming is uh, ever. I just imagine gaming growing up and it was always like like a like a guy's thing to do. Uh, like yeah. girls weren't allowed to play video games, but now it's become so open to um, all all ages and, and races and genders and everything. It's so right. it's nice to see that, uh, you know, people with disabilities aren't forgotten about either. Yeah. Um, even the little things, like when it comes to like color blindness, like a lot of game, a lot of games are more um, open to that. Like if you check out your settings. Yeah. So it's it's great to see, um, you know, that the people are listening. They they know, like you said, what a great escape these games are, um, and right. more people are able to enjoy it. And even on, uh, it was really cool. Uh, I didn't even think about it, but like people who are deaf, I just saw there's a new Twitter thing where even you can add stuff to your videos on Twitter. Like it'll automatically, like if you have a disability where you hearing impairment, you can click it and it'll like caption it for it. You just turn it on in wow. your settings. Yeah. That's so like awesome. just everybody, including everything is just really cool. It is. And I, I see them. I see able gamers like every convention that I go to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even just we we had this small one in uh, in Columbus, um, GDEX, just yeah, a really yeah. small like indie uh, indie game convention, um, probably the smallest I've ever been to. Not not taken away from it, it was it was awesome, but oh, I just sure. mean small as in like it was like just really like kind of Ohio maybe surrounding area game developers. Um, we're mostly we're used to like PAX, E3, things like that. Yep. But they were there too. Like they're, yeah. they're everywhere you go, they're kind of spreading the the good word of what what they do. Right, that, right. That's what I love about them. They, you know, they're, it's not like they're out there. They're not like selling a product uh, to like make money. They're just trying to spread awareness like, hey, everyone can be a part of gaming. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really uh, cool. They won something. I don't remember what it was, what award they won at uh, the VGAs this year. Oh, but they yes. Did, it, they did yeah. win something. Do you remember what it is, Moon Pickle, what they won? I don't offhand, but they were there. Yep. They were there. They won something because they, they were up for a couple things. Because um, I know, I think, uh, Doctor Disrespect won the one, right. but yeah. they because VGAs this year a lot of the like lesser titles were just kind of like oh this one won this one this one yeah. won this this one won this this one won yeah. this so they didn't like go over big but I do remember them winning something there which is yep. really cool to see that they they got that kind of recognition because they definitely deserve it oh yeah they uh if you go in Rocket League now they have their own little flag it's really cool oh, that's nice. sweet yeah so. Yeah, oh man! But to... uh, speaking of it, uh, of all these conventions, CES is this week. Yeah, that yes. crazy going on. We got a new VR. That's going to be pretty interesting. What is your thoughts on that, Timmy? <laughs> so okay, so let me. Yeah, um, I always love to hear this opinion. So tr I'm at work today, and I'm uh, CES. Like I told Trevor, is the second favorite time of the year for me, because it's right behind E3, and it's because I look. I love tech. Techy, techy, gadgety stuff, and this is like the Christmas of tech and gadgets to show, right? So I'm at work, and I get a message from Trevor saying something about the Vive thing, and he, he he's just like <laughs> Tim in all caps, and he links it to me, right? And I look at it, and I instantly stop being out front to help 
to do, help do my job and instantly just go sit in the back basically for the rest of the day i even called it begins Trevor. to weep. i don't know if i told you that i called htc um yeah, oh I, yeah I, I went deep into this so the vive pro is what yes, they're calling it yes sir i would right. i'd like to just say what a wonderful job and that color blue on that new headset beautiful that's <laughs> been <laughs> right right um so the the Vive Pro is is a headset. It's a standalone headset that you can buy. Now, so this is what was interesting. It's not out yet, but there was a report stating that if you have the like base stations and stuff for the Vive already, the you'll be able to buy the standalone headset possibly this quarter, as to where the bundle deals will be coming out later on in the year. Ah. Um, but what else is neat is, and we'll talk about the Vive Pro here in a second. They they came with. They also have like a wireless attachment. That they announced, which I think is the biggest thing of, yeah. of a lot of this, right? I agree. Because everybody wants to do the wireless VR. Because you both have come to my house. You both have played my VR. And the one thing that's annoying is the cable. You feel like Alien or something with, like, all these yeah. tentacles hanging off the back of your head. Yeah. Right. Right. And it, and, it can, and it can really mess up when you're trying to turn around and you get tangled up in this cable, right? Um, now, it's not bad. Like, don't get me wrong. It's not terrible. It, it's definitely it, – I play VR all the time. It's definitely nothing that bums me out or anything. But with this attachment, you can either take your current HTC Vive or the Pro, which is not a wireless headset. Let me state that. Again, it has wireless capabilities with this attachment, but the headset itself, even though it's a Pro, is not wireless. So is it um, wires off the back of your head or something? Like it so just goes like thing. your belt? My idea would be, or are, are you talking about how the wireless thing works? Yeah, is it just like a wireless thing you attach to your belt and then like the wires come off your head to the belt or something like so that? So from Since my it's not understanding wireless fully. Right. So from my understanding, this is this is how I understand it. You're gonna have your base station down by your computer. Yeah. And you have this attachment that just sits on the head thing somewhere. I don't know where, but somewhere, uh, okay. right? And it sends a signal to that. So there is no wires to the headset. Okay, that, that makes it's sense, like a, yeah. It's like a 60 hertz thing. Now, I'm sure there has to be something on the headset to plug into that thing, right? Because mm-hmm. the headset is still a wired headset if you need it to be a wired headset. Right, um, right. But that's a really cool thing. And they said they tested it with no, like almost zero latency issues, nothing like that, which is important. Um, but the Vive Pro is going to have almost 80% better screen resolution built into it, which is huge because the games are great, and the games look good as they are, but yeah. there is always fuzziness to games. Words are always fuzzy. Letters are always a little fuzzy unless you're looking directly at it. Uh, Fallout 4, I love Fallout 4, and I really want to play Fallout oh. 4 VR a lot, but anything in the distance is quite fuzzy. Now, that's not fully the headset's fault. A lot of that actually has to do with Bethesda right now. They released the game, and it was broken. They fixed it, and then for some reason they did another patch, and it broke it again to where it's very fuzzy. So they, they, they're having issues, and the community is definitely letting them know about these issues. Right. Because um, I've tried to stream it, and if you guys watch any of our streams, you've probably seen me try to stream it. And I'll be able to stream it for like 40 minutes or so, but it just starts to get too much after a while. Yeah. Like it's, you know, one a bad VR trip is, is enough to ruin it for the whole day. So the, the Vive, it's supposed to be lighter too, which is nice because I think the Oculus definitely wins in that department because the Oculus is so light. Um, so hopefully the, the, the front heaviness is, is a little bit better, but you got better resolution, you have lighter, it's wireless. Oh, I, I feel like I'm missing something, Trevor. Do you remember anything that I'm missing by chance? I mean, those were the, the, the two biggest things were the resolution and the wireless from... right. Yeah. Built-in oh, headphones yeah. now, like the Oculus oh, that's, has built-in yeah, yeah. headphones, 3D stereoscopic headphones. Uh, but those are big things for me. I mean, I'm I can't wait. I I called HTC to just kind of try to get more information, yeah. um, which of course the lady had no idea what I was talking about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, She's like, what what's a wireless headset? What does right. that even mean? 
So we make I'm that? stoked for that. Uh, but yeah, there's and another then, headset uh, though. Google teamed up with somebody, a name that I can't pronounce, and uh, they're doing VR stuff now. Or Facebook, sorry. not Oh, Google. Oculus. Yes, Oculus. Yes. Um, yeah. Oculus, Facebook, whatever. They teamed up with, uh, oh, it's like, it starts with an X. Um, yeah, it's a Chinese company, isn't it? Right, because yeah. they're making a headset like that's called the X2, but it's the exact same thing as right. the Oculus Go. Yeah. Trevor, what do you think of the Oculus <laughs> Go? Because you have an Oculus Rift now. Oh, so, you do? Yeah, just, I guess to to before I start on that, to backtrack a little bit on the the Vive Pro. Oh, I, yeah. I I think it's a good move um, on, on their part to allow previous owners the capability of the wireless. So I, I think that's probably the best thing they could have done. The The only other thing I... I don't know. It, I think that's just part of being an early ad- adapter. Um is or early adopter i mean is um i don't know it's only two years old that's the only thing that frustrates me it is. um yeah that's I, understandable I, you're you're shelling out a chunk of money for something you want it to last a little bit and then you're like hey here's this yeah. other thing so that's definitely understandable i mean but that's that's the price you pay for wanting to get uh, get something when it first comes out so i i can't yep. be too upset they they are going to release their their phase one of this product and they're going to learn as they go along so, like, like with the the original Vive, not having the the headphones built in was a huge miss. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I, it's kind of surprising they launched with it at all. Like, without. But we headphones. got earbuds that you could just stick in. Uh, right, ear. right. But it, the so it's good to see that they're kind of picking up. Um, they're they're learning from their mistakes. Um, they they know that it's a heavy headset. They know that the resolution isn't that great. But they've taken these past two years, and it seems like they've done something really great with it. Um, I mean, great enough. It honestly, like you said. Um, back, back when Tim tricked me into getting the Rift instead of the Vive, um, you know, I, I, <laughs> I ordered boom. the Rift uh-huh, and it uh-huh. got canceled. I ordered it 15 yep. times and it got canceled. Yep. I know. We, we've got oh, the, I remember that. I've you got, got the, the credit card Tim. statement to, uh, to prove it. I, yep. Yep. I was so mad. I was so mad about that. Yeah. I remember I was, I was laying in bed waiting for pre-orders to go live. I had alarm, an alarm set and everything. But uh, b- back to the point, though, I uh, I picked up the the Oculus, whereas Tim got the Vive, and I, I do like it. Um, the the headphones on it are great. It's light. It's comfortable. I um, I think the only thing I don't like about it, and it's nothing with the the headset itself. I can't wear my glasses in there, just because wow. they're kind of thicker glasses. So I I do get dizzy pretty quick, like when we were doing VR chat the other day. And a roller coaster, unfortunately. Yeah, it oh, so it was sorry. just it was not a good mix. Um, so. With that being said, I think if Oculus doesn't announce something along the same lines uh, as the uh, Vive Pro, I think I would be inclined to get a Vive Pro. I mean, that's how big of a, as much as I like my Rift, I'd be inclined to go wireless with the better resolution as opposed to, I don't know, keeping this Gen 1 headset or their announcement today, which I'm still not too sure. I, I, they announced this Oculus Go, which is basically just a... A mobile version of uh, VR, so it's basically the the switch of the the virtual reality gaming to where you just take it on the go with you, which right. that alone is great. Like it being is. able to take that with you to a friend's house or like a party or w- whatever it may be. You can't do that. Like you you need like your whole rig. You need to bring the controllers and everything. Or a phone and another separate headset. And yeah, exactly. So this is it, it. Seems nice in that sense to where, I mean, we we already know how 
um, how big of an impact the Switch has made just from being portable and, and um, kind of being right in the middle. It's not the most powerful, but it's mobile. Right. So you can play games like Skyrim, Wolfenstein, everything handheld, which is great. I think there's definitely a yeah. market for it. Um, which, side note on that, I don't know if you saw, the Switch outsold um, the entire lifespan of the Wii U in 10 months. Good. Yeah, which is good. crazy. So, I mean, it's, I mean, which, I mean, you're comparing their, probably one of their best consoles versus one of their worst, I would say. So it, it's not fair, but still, it, it's a, it shows how, how big the, the Switch is going to be. The Wii U would have been better if it was like, if they would have just released that versus the Wii. I think the Wii would have been better if they released it under a different name so people weren't or confused, honestly. Yeah, people, I, oh my god, people are so confused. I know. I We were both working at GameStop at that time, so I know that we we went through that pain. So, so if I have a Wii, I can just buy the Wii U and it works the same? <laughs> like, no, I, I know it's confusing. But anyways, back. Uh, I'm getting sidetracked again. Oculus but is good. I, I think... I think it's a, a good step. I think it's a good option, but I they need to do something along the lines of the Vive Pro if they want to stay in and stay competitive. Because I, I think so, right now Oculus actually has the edge. And to make their their current base not feel left out either. Like, oh, Go right. System's cool, but you're still leaving me with a Gen One like system here. Give yeah, me something exactly. a little updated. So a slap Oculus, in the face to your early adapters. Right, right. Oculus has. In my opinion, from what I've seen and what I've played and what I've done, has a better like experience inside the headset in terms of what you can see in the clarity. Sure, but it does. But Vive still has the better all-around tracking, like the whole, the whole. I've heard that as well. Tracking. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is going to definitely give Vive Pro a huge advantage. Like the, the difference in quality, just the resolution alone is big. Um, but to kind of compare what you were saying with you know, okay, it's only been two years. My thought on something like this, a headset, I feel like a headset, especially one that is clearly going to have compatibility with, you know, you can still use your old Vive headset, is more of a TV purchase versus a console purchase. Because the headset itself is nothing but a TV, right? I mean, right. honestly, it's nothing but a TV. And it honestly wouldn't surprise me. And you get a new LG TV every year, you know, not you, but, you know, they come out. A new Samsung <laughs> TV comes out every year that puts the, yeah. the last model For sure. away. Yeah, so I get in my it. in my opinion, because I don't need to buy a new PC to run this thing, my old PC will do just fine. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's my kind of only. It's my really my only counter argument to to the whole because it's not a whole console. It's just it's just a TV right. that you're putting on your head. And if you want to get the better TV experience, every year you're gonna have to buy a new TV every year. You know, so there's always gonna be that one TV that you want. Right. Um, I, mean, now, I don't think. It should, go ahead. No, sorry. I was just gonna say there's not really. Like, I, I don't fault them for it. it um, I mean, it's the same thing with phones. We, we hear it every day at work, like, oh, right. I just got the this phone, and now there's yeah. a new one coming out. Like, it's just technology. Right, um, and that's I, it. There's going to be newer technology. And I think gaming's honestly one of the, the better, like, out of all of, like, electronics, I think gaming probably does it the best to where you don't go through it every new year. I mean, yeah, yeah you buy true. games for it, you buy the media, but the console itself, I mean, especially these new ones, they're, they're going to last for, for years. Oh, yeah. I was going to um, say, just like PS4, Xbox, like mm-hmm. you can get better graphics and stuff, but you're still yeah. going to be able to play with your friends. You're going to be able right. to do everything you could. It's just going to look a little prettier. Yep. Right. And, yeah, there's, and there's nothing that takes away from, from my Rift by this new one coming out. Like it'll still give right. me the same experience that I have now. Yeah. And I can tell you within the first month of me having my Vive, I loved it, but there were two things I really wanted to happen. It needed to have better res because 
it didn't need to happen, but it, it's going to make the experience way better because now the fuzziness. I mean, I'm sure there still will be fuzziness. Like, yeah. I, I just don't see that ever going away fully until one day, maybe. But I do expect it to be. I mean, eighty percent better. Eighty percent's a big number. Like, that's a big number to say. Not until they uh, they implant that chip like in your brain, like a VR right. chip, to where you just like have it in your eyes. And that's all. Uh, and then once we get to that point, I can go to the Oasis. That's all I care about. Yeah, that, that's really um, all that matters. That's so all that matters. Black mirror stuff. Yeah, black exactly, Black Mirror exactly. Yeah, but but once uh, like I wanted that and I wanted wireless and boom, it's done. Like yeah. here it is, and you don't <laughs> even have to get the new headset to get wireless. That's the like you were saying. That's the best part. Yeah, if you just want the wireless adapter, which I I, I will say, if they release the headset quarter one for people who have vibes, it's not going to come with a wireless adapter. That is for sure. Um, so that'll be again a separate purchase, no matter what. Um. But like it, it gives the people who have an old one who doesn't don't really need the high res thing, don't want to buy the yeah. new high res headset, the option to still go wireless. That's that was an extremely good move on their part. I agree. It gives you an, an affordable option to at least get one of the the features. Yeah. Um. Because I, I think that's a good way to go about it. Like have everything everything that you can be an add on like as possible. Like even if they. Even if they did, like, well, never mind. I was going to say, like, what other missing feature do they have? I was going to mention headphones, and it's like, well, you can just buy headphones, so <laughs> disregard that. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that's a, a smart move is, you know, have an expensive base and then just add on to it if you can. I, I can't believe that they just have a wireless adapter. That blows my mind. Yep. I thought it's for really sure cool. that that was going to be a ways off. The, the amount of power that that has to have to transmit VR from your computer to a, a headset wirelessly that cannot be easy or cheap. You know, it's funny because yeah. when me and Moonpickle were kind of wandering the halls of E3 last year, uh, we came They across, had that battery pack, yeah. They did. They, we came really? across a little demo. We watched, Well, I made sure we watched this little demo <laughs> of this wireless VR tech. I, I talked to the guy about it. He said they got like six hours out of it. You know, this whole thing, it's just like a... And, and I didn't know until a few days ago. I went to HTC's website and they have quite a few accessories that you can buy for the Vive that are really neat. Like they have this, this this module thing that you can just have. And what it does is any kind of third party accessories that anybody wants to make. So if somebody wants to make, you know, a gun for a game, that little mod module can pick that thing up. Okay. So it Thanks. makes it, it it's really good for any kind of third party accessory distributors to, to make something maybe nice. for a specific game or just in general like VR you could portal, buy. cough cough. Which one wait, what did you say? VR portal. Oh, oh yeah, a little Dude, gun. Could you imagine crazy. a portal gun? Oh my uh, god, so fun! Because they had the classic Nintendo tennis racket and stuff. Yeah, like they had yeah. that stuff that you could buy on there. Like I saw, I was like, okay, no, I've done this ten times now. I don't need to buy this again. Yeah. Um, but as far as the Oculus Go goes, yeah. um, <laughs> I I look at it as I agree. They need if they're gonna do this whole like Nintendo esque ordeal where they're making a portable one. They still need to have one for for your hardcore Oculus users. They need mm -hmm. to be like, okay, look, we know that people want this stuff, and we're going to do something innovative. Boom, boom, here's an Oculus on the go. Now, what scares me about it is they haven't released the specs of it at all. I looked on their websites. I can't find them, mm, which that scares me. Of because the go? Of the go. Yeah. Because here, here's why it scares me. I can use my phone, put it in a, a Google VR, and this is now my VR headset, right? Mm -hmm. And this is a 800 <laughs> Now was less than eight hundred dollar device. <laughs> um, so if this is an eight hundred dollar device, and the VR I get from this is okay, it's not anywhere near Oculus and and Vive sure. level, but it's okay, it's doable. It scares me that a two hundred dollar standalone device 
Oh, is, is that gonna, the price? It, yeah, it's oh, only two hundred bucks. I didn't bucks. see the price. It's only two hundred okay. bucks, but is it going right. to live up to 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 this? It's not going to live up to Oculus. It's not going to live up to HTC Vive. I don't. I never expect it to. But can it at least live up to this? To shoving your phone in a in a uh, headset. Yeah, that'll be the big question: is yeah. if it's worth it in that way. Right. Because two hundred dollar price to, to get into it's super cheap. For a yeah. super quick VR, I mean, boom, I could buy one of those for cousins, and they'll love me forever, right? Sure. But for people who who want that true immersion, you know, is it going to be that good for that? No. Mm. I, no. They, I think that they, like we already said, I think it's a, a good move, but they have to do something for their, their Rift users. Agreed. They can't, they can't just leave them, you know, feeling um, abandoned after this, this great news from HTC, honestly. Here, yeah. Here's a question, though. What could... What could Oculus do with their their Rift 2.0 or whatever it is that could put it still put it ahead of the Pro? Um, to put it ahead. Yeah, like out of everything resolution. you. What was it? Higher resolution. Okay. Would be, like like even surpassing the vibe, like screen door effect. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Yes, yeah. Trevor. Yeah, nay, yeah. So the screen door effect's a big thing, and a lot of that comes with the resolution right now because of how it all works and blah 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 blah. blah. So eliminating the screen door effect, which surprisingly the PlayStation does okay with, like believe it or not, like yeah. it does. The PlayStation headset does solid with that. Um, but eliminating the screen door effect would be big. But to set it apart, uh, you, okay. So do you? I guess I should ask. Do you want it to be set apart or do you want it to be on par? Set like what is, set apart. So a feature that is not listed with the the Vive Pro. What could they add to the the Rift Two that would? Um, I think it would be really neat. So one thing the Vibe does that I, I still wish they would do better with is this right here. I The Oculus controller is better than the Vibe controller, and I think it always ah, will be. Um, I, I don't mind this, but there is something about when I had that in my hand versus when I have this in my hand. That's just That just feels cooler, and it just I, I like that um, This feels super natural. Right, like it, it just feels just, natural. Yeah. They could start implementing... So at this point, when it comes to... To VR, we if we want to talk about what's going to separate it, we need to start talking about the next level of VR, right? Because uh, one of the things about the Vive that's really neat is if they if people go through with it that's is the <laughs> augmented reality, because the, the, the camera the, the the Vive has this two camera system in it that they and they said that it's up to the the developers to really emphasize it. But you know if you can do like tilt brush and augmented reality yeah. and start painting on Moon Pickle's face and having a good time and putting a dress on him, that'd be awesome, right? Um, <laughs> But uh, it, the next step, I think, if, if if Oculus really wants to set out, they need to start implementing things that make me feel more immersed in the game, such as, you know, maybe get some gloves or, you know, Ooh, uh, that'd be cool. stuff, stuff like that, right? I would really like to see these, uh, who makes it, Omni, these Omni treadmills become more oh, yeah, fleshed those are really out cool. yeah. And, yeah, and more compatible to games. Like, Moon Pickle... Imagine, I'm going to just put the scenario for you, okay? Imagine you're playing Gears of War, and you know how we roadie run in Gears of War. Oh, <laughs> Imagine having Gears of War in VR and having an Omnipad and doing everything. Right, right. Like, be pretty you'd be out of breath. Yeah. <laughs> in one game. Like, you'd be like, yeah. oh, God. I'm not going to make it to that sniper today, guys. Sorry, I'm not going to be able <laughs> right. to cover you. Uh. Like, you legit will have to race somebody to go <laughs> grab the sniper. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, but I think that's the next step. Yeah. I, I think that's I, I like the idea of the gloves because to be able to like maybe like actually pick something up 
Or oh, he's so cool. It, yeah. Or even like remember when they released the, the Wii Motion Plus to where yeah. like it was a lot more like fluid with like your movements. Right. Something like that in VR instead of just like you were you were trying to do we were looking at the uh the highlights of um VR chat the other day and you were trying to do like your hand gestures. Yeah and you couldn't like, get it right. Yeah, um, so really I mean, weird. Just being able to do like whatever you want to would be really cool. Right. Yeah, um, just kind of interact the the way that you you want your hands to go instead of just like for the most part your hands are just like this the whole time. So right. it's immersive, but it's as immersive as it can get at this point. The the treadmill I think is a great idea. It's just one, how do you get it to, to be affordable? Like to where like uh, right. I think that was the biggest thing with VR to begin with. Like it's a great thing, but how do we make it so it's ready for consumers yeah like, so how do you get this giant pad i mean it's basically a treadmill but how do you make it so it's ready for consumers at a price level and a um i guess that's the biggest thing is a price level because if you have a two thousand dollar treadmill they can do that yeah. it's awesome yeah. but <laughs> right uh, who's going to take advantage of that and you need something to be like easily to like a big thing for me is this is my place right this is where mm -hmm. i live this is where i play what? vr this living room it's not very big for it but it gets the job done yeah but if i'm playing i don't want that treadmill to have to stay there when i'm yeah. done so it needs to be something that can collapse something that can In you know be tucked away to well to where when i want to play it elgato could do something because i was just gonna say it needs screen. to be the uh <laughs> elgato green screen right. of treadmills Right, mm -hmm. right, and that's that would be so because a couple of the Omni treadmills I've seen for it, like they they always demoed like Battlefront, uh, Battlefield yeah. Four on it, and it was neat because the guy is just running in place because he's like harnessed into it, and he's running in place, he's running in place, and it's just it would be super immersive. But at this point in the stage, how practical is it? It's not. Yeah. It's, so little things like gloves, maybe special socks, little just little go goofy things that you wouldn't think of, but then when you play certain games with it, like that's I think the next step. And if Oculus can really nail the the okay. You know the visuals are one thing. We got the visuals down, and that's that's a big thing. That's an immersion thing, but mm -hmm. that's that that's that's whatever. If they can start tapping into the other things of virtual reality, like you know, every time I get bitten by a zombie, I get shocked in the neck, and ah, you know. <laughs> that, that I don't might think be a little. Get shocked uh, that might be like a bit. niche thing. Maybe uh, yeah. only the extreme Resident Evil players want. But did you see uh, that they're adding? I cannot tell you the company, but uh, they're adding like suits you can put on for that now. Where like it pressures everything. Like uh, that. that's you know I when we were at PAX they had a little like yeah vest yeah the little could, like a haptic feedback yeah. right yeah it was like yeah. an impact vest so every time I got stabbed by this freaking scorpion it'd be like Bleh. but yeah you know, it, it it just was a vibration right that's the thing with the, that, like, I wanted to really you're stab not getting me stabbed, <laughs> right so. I want like I want, I want to, to bleed. be in pain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, I want that kind of immersion. I want to come to work and they ask why I have a black eye, and I say I got hit in the head with a hammer today. <laughs> um, oh but gosh. that's yeah, that's I think their next step, and or well, not their next step, but that would help separate them from the competition because now Vive is a definitely a step ahead of them. So that's the step I'd like to see Oculus go is to to you know they can match the, the headset performance, but I want to see them hit the other spectrum of right, right, right. I think for me, kind of what you're getting at, for me, it would be controllers. Um, and not, you can keep the hand controllers the exact same if you want to, but this would be something even, um, like you said, like something for your feet. Or even it's just like yeah. something you like, like a Velcro strap you put around your ankles. Whatever it is, just something to attract different parts of your body so it's more, more um, 
immersed. You're or more something immersed. even so, easy would be like you know like those plastic like skeleton hands, like one of those that you could just put over right. your hand. So when you bend each knuckle, like it yeah, could catch exactly. all that. It seems so, simple. I know it's probably not. Right. Oh yeah, I'm sure there's so much to it to actually get. It's almost like a mocap suit. That yeah, you're, right. Yeah. And that, that's pretty much what we're asking for. And oh, a, by the way, I only want to pay $50 for it. Oh, right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no more. So, yeah. Belie- believe it or not, I, I don't know why I didn't think of this and or tell you before. Vibe has something for like your ankle and stuff okay. that you can buy. Yeah. So they have things that can track your movements like oh, that's that. That's cool. But the other spectrum of this is okay. So this is why I haven't bought any of these peripherals. Awesome. We have this peripheral. What game supports it? Yeah. 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 That, that's another reason I haven't bought an Omni treadmill. Trust me. I've thought about it. I've had it in the cart. Like, you don't oh. even know. I believe it. Oh, we know. We, know. <laughs> um, we do not doubt it. It's, yeah. It was in the cart. But I start looking. It's like there's zero. There's like two games total right. that would support this $1,000 purchase. Yeah. That's, and that's not going to be anything. And, and have you seen anything for it? No. Yeah. So the other part of that is, okay, now that we have these awesome tools, what games will support it? Yeah. I, I think it'll be... Uh, or. I'm hoping it'll be a big year for VR um, for multiple reasons. So not only do we have the the second gen headsets, or at least one of them, that might be the only one we get, who knows? Uh, I guess we'll find out more this week at CES, but hopefully yeah. we get more gen two headsets this year. That'd be, the, that's one kickoff. Um, the other part being we had our first AAA titles uh, from VR yeah. last year. And I yeah. think that's the thing that they desperately needed. And I, I'm glad Bethesda jumped on board because someone had to, like, yeah. it, it, I think it was good for them to do something like Skyrim, Fallout, Doom. Like they ported some of their their biggest games um, into VR, and some of them were built from the ground up. Uh, yeah, Doom was Doom, right. Doom VFR, uh, you know, it kind of gets a lot of slack, and I've looked at the reviews. I've played a little bit of it. I'm gonna be honest. I played some the other day actually, and it's probably because it was built from the ground up one of the better VR experiences I've had. Like, it's just nice. a lot of fun. Like, I'm sure I'll demo that. I might do that this Thursday uh, sure. for our VR Thursdays, just so people can see. But, like, Fallout and, and Skyrim are great games, but they weren't built from the v- from the ground up. So you're going to yeah. have issues. Like, Fallout's biggest issue right now is just performance because it just graphically, it's fun. But literally, if you're if it's not within 10 feet of you, it's blurry. Yeah. And that's Ooh. hard on your eyes. Like, that's yeah. the biggest thing. Um, and a lot of those games, the other biggest thing for most of these games is, is locomotion. Some people aren't as VR leg savvy as others. So I spend a lot of time <laughs> in VR. I can deal with the locomotion of moving normally as to where other people, they need to teleport. Otherwise, they get they get sick, right? Oh. Um, and it really messes them up. And to me, if you are teleporting all around, it just takes away from the immersion at the same time. Um, now, Doom VFR is all about teleporting, kind of, but they do it so well. Like, just the way it works is you can teleport long distances or you can do like these just quick and you just kind of like dash, 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 right. dash, right? Mm-hmm. And it just works well. And the AAA titles is a is a huge thing. That's what you need. That's what that's what like you were saying VR needs right now because there's not enough of them by any means. And when you get all these fun games like Space Pirate Simulator is awesome. Rick and Morty was awesome. Yeah. You know these games were super awesome. Super hot. Super hot. Ah, see, freaking yeah. super hot was what was that? Looks like my number four game of the year this year. Yeah, it was man. Um, Super hot wireless was, super hot. That's gonna don't, be right. Imagine wireless super hot. Yeah, so good. But it was it was little. Actually, being able to like games. roll on the ground and like <laughs> <laughs> those indie games show off VR at its greatest, but it's not a full experience. It's still only a two hour tops experience. Right. 
um, as where Fallout's 100 and some hours, but at this point, it's just a matter of being able to stay in the dang game for that long. And I, um, I think it is a, it's a tough balance because even if you are um, familiar with how VR makes you feel, it it's still a lot to stay in there for multiple hours. Um, like even when yeah. you're just doing like Orbis or VR chat, you probably only stream for maybe like two hours at a time two or hours, something. Yeah. Like it's, it's just a lot. So I, I think that's probably the, the hard thing that they have to overcome is like, okay, we could make a really long game in VR, but is that really what a consumer would want out of VR? I, I think a lot of people would say that they would, but when it comes down to like, if you gave me an Arkham Asylum game and you're like, yeah, you get to play Ugh, as Batman, yeah. it's going to take you 30 <laughs> hours. Like, yeah, that's great, but I can only play for two hours a day. Like that's that's gonna be a, it's almost gonna be frustrating in a way. Like it, as true. fun as it as the experience would be, it would it would honestly be a little frustrating. Yeah. And I, you know, uh, I think we just need bigger people like Bethesda throwing yeah. their their name in the hat. But it also makes sense too because then you have those people. You know, everybody doesn't have a VR in their house, so it's like even if a hundred percent of your VR market buys it, you're still not making money from it. That's yeah, a very exactly. Good point, actually, oh. that's an extremely good point. Because um, me and you both have one, Trevor. Yeah. Uh, but I know Casey, you don't have one. No, I think doesn't have one. No. Uh, yeah, there's I, other than you, I don't I, I don't know anyone else that has Neither one. Neither do I. It, it's still it's still very new. Yeah. What um, is that? Is the word commodity? I, I'm like saying, is that the word for it? As I'm trying to think, like or luxury? It's not luxury. It's item, like it's like, like a. I mean, I, I get what you're trying to say. It, it's not it's not for it's. It's still not kind of at the it's a consumer niche level. market right now for yeah. them yeah. still. And that's the thing. That's the what I haven't got it for because you guys live farther away. So it's not like I can be like, hey, come over. Let's play some super hot, eat a pizza right. or something. Like, I'm not just going to go get in VR and, like, play a little party game on my own. That's why, like, I didn't play the Wii by myself. Like, I gave that away when I got it because I'm like, eh, it's kind of not for me, you know. Right. So right. I think once it gets to that point where maybe we could hang out for a few hours in VR, it'll get a lot better. And that's the cool part is those games are coming. VR chat is a prime example of oh those games coming. Like, VR chat, in in my opinion, I, I know it's goofy, but I think VR chat is what the is what the VR experience is all about. Yeah. Like that that is the future of VR in my opinion. Like going towards the whole uh, Oasis route as you were saying, Tim. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Second life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean that, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Being able to just go in, be whoever you want. You can yep. you can find avatars or make your own and i don't know it's just that i think the social aspect is what what gets me yeah i was blown away because i i had heard about it on polygon i think and i told tim about it because basically i don't have the room for vr um i can basically just do sitting room only so anything vr that i find cool i send it to him because i know that he'll check it out because he's really into that so I, i sent him vr chat i'm like hey you should you should stream this it's free it seems pretty funny so he gets in there, and I'm watching him stream. There's some of the nicest people I I think I've ever met in gaming before. Right. Like, That's he so went to funny. this bowling alley, and he's like, whoa, is that Hank Hill? He's like, you bet your ass it is. <laughs> <laughs> just, so, like, everyone's, like, in character. It's really funny. But then Tim's just like, hey, guys, like, sorry, I'm new to this. I don't really know what's going on. It's like, oh, no, it's cool, man. Welcome to the party. And, like, like everybody in the room just surrounds me. He's like, yeah. oh, hey, no, welcome I saw to the that. party. So funny. It was Ish. so cool. And all I've the, never felt so invited in my life. Right. <laughs> I think it's going to be, uh, for one, just kind of bringing it back full circle, that escapism part. Yeah. But I, I, I understand that it can be a little dangerous, you know, like coming home from work and just like absorbing yourself in this second life. But yeah. I don't know. I think it's something that you can have fun with, especially if you go in like with your friends. 
Like we did VR chat the other night, and it was it was just fun to run around and be dumb. See that right there, though. That type of game is what could really make the Oculus Go take off. Because mm-hmm. if you can just have like if I can sure. be at work and I can just be in VR chat with you or just random people and just sit around, you know, go to the open mic night, watch a bunch of knuckles run around spitting on yeah. people and not knowing the way. Um, right. Like, <laughs> like that kind of experience is what the I think the Oculus Go should utilize. It should, I mean, it's going to have games. It's going to need games, right? Because people yeah. just want games. That's what they want. But I think it's that social experience that the Oculus Go should really push. Because if I can, I mean, I kid you not, if Oculus, if, if VR chat is on Oculus Go, I would be extremely tempted to get one just so when I go to my parents and there's nothing to do, just boom, VR chat. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to be in the room with you right now, Mom. Gotta get right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, it was just, you know, in, in VR chat, I'm sure there's a ton more I need to explore. Uh, the the feeling of being in the Resident Evil, oh, I will never forget that. That was just, I almost cried. I was so happy and where I was. Like it was just incredible. Um, but that I agree is like that's where VR really is going to go. Like the games are great, and I love playing games in VR. But having that social aspect, like just imagine in two years from now, we're all in a VR headset, chilling out in some studio doing what we're doing now, but in a virtual realm. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah, Tim even or uh, Trey even brought up the ideas like we should do a podcast in VR chat. Like how how, <laughs> we how fun would that be? That'd be you pretty know? cool. We yep. could we could make things and that's the thing like VR chat's an open source so like Trevor you're super creative and artistic you can make a whole like VR oh chat gosh. server and you can have a <laughs> table for us all to sit around. Uh-huh. And you can do this whole thing. Right, Trevor, you can do uh, this. Mm-hmm. We believe. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. It's a it's a great experience, and I I think that I honestly think that that's the direction that that uh, or that's the future of VR is what I want to say. And Orbis was a great game. Orbis yeah. is the first real good MMO. Now now it's 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 very early, and there are definitely things that can be improved in terms of the VR experience on it. But if that game does anything, it shows again super nice community. I'd go up to somebody. Hey, how do you do this quest? Boom. Oh, hey, no problem, bud. You go up here, you do this, you do this, sit around fishing, and you're just talking to someone, looking yeah. over here, casting <laughs> your line, and you're just fishing. Oh, I got a fish. Oh, what'd you get? Like, that's, but that's it. That's the knit. That, that's where it is. It's the right. social interaction of, of this, which is what is going to hopefully, hopefully take VR to that next level. Yeah. I want to be able to come home, have a boring day in here, put my headset on, and even if I'm just sitting down, and just be able to go in this world and go to a, a comedy club and just yeah. watch people. This is as easy <laughs> as that. Yeah, it's my life yeah. right now, and I want yeah. that. Especially once they do, and I'm, they might already do it, but like setting up like uh, private servers and private rooms to where like, hey, like we're all gonna like maybe you have like friends all across the states, and you're like, hey, we're all gonna get in here for my birthday. We're just gonna hang out and chat. Yeah, cool. Right. Like just it, it opens up a lot of possibilities, but. I think, like you said, the social thing is the, the, the biggest pull from it. So hopefully they, they kind of see how successful VRChat is, especially being a free game, and they, uh, they kind of grow from there. I hope HoloLens becomes a thing, too. I just wanted to throw that in. I'm still, I still have well, hopes for HoloLens. You know, you saw with like the resolution thing, they were like saying it was going to be a lot better for the, uh, the augmented reality in the HoloLens. Right, yep, and that's, so, that's, yeah, so that's, that's promising. We'll see. Because... HoloLens is the next step in AR, and if they do what ha- if they do, if it even does half of uh, what they think no. it's going to do, yeah. it'll be great. That'll be awesome. But that 
you go ahead. I'll say that's going to be expensive though. That thing's like that's a full computer on your face. Like that's going to be expensive. <laughs> yeah, and that's another thing that I mean they they had the the Oculus Rift kits for however many years before it actually got to the consumer level. So. And, and even like the the Google Glasses that I was just thinking are, that yeah like they're not I don't are they even doing that anymore No they, they got canned, no there's no they're still patching them like two they're months ago it had a patch yeah people are still using them That's great. I mean it, it's a great idea I, it, yeah. it's, I think it was just before it's time I agree. people ruined it though people ruined oh, yeah. Google Glasses because I, like, people would take photos badly and do well, stupid uh, things with them recording like, movies and right. stuff Yeah Ooh Hey, girl. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, um, lots of... Uh, <laughs> my, uh, my mic keeps falling for those not, uh, not watching right now. Uh, yeah. So, speaking of new, uh, new hardware at CES, I need to get a new pair of Astros. Hopefully, we'll see uh, Astro release some new stuff this week. What? I didn't see that yet. They, have, they haven't, but we're hoping. So, yeah, hopefully. Oh, have not. It's been, yeah. like, two oh. years, and, you know, I'm a well, gaming headset uh, person. Well, who just stuff. bought them? Logitech? Logitech? I think they, wait, did Logitech buy them, or did they buy Logitech? No, Logitech, Logitech bought, bought them. them. Yeah, they R.I.P. Astro. Yeah, Ooh. R.I.P. Astro by themselves. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. So that, Hopefully, they get better customer service. Yeah, I, I sent them an email, and... I, I guess I kind of understand, but I sent them an email like saying, "Hey, every time my mic moves, it's like a crackling noise. Is there any like troubleshooting or any like repairs we can do?" They're like, they write back and they're like, uh, "It sounds like the issue you're having uh, can't be fixed. Have you tried uh, making sure the mic doesn't move?" I'm like, uh, "Right, just, it just was, tape it down." That, oh, that I didn't think about down. that. <laughs> that sounds like, as good as my uh, my Snapticals. They have that that box you put them in to charge it. Yeah. So haven't used it in months. Plugged it in yesterday. Didn't work. And I was like, "All right, let's figure out what's going on." And it was like, "Have you tried just ch- plugging in the the glasses to the magnetic charger?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, but I need the box to work too." <laughs> right. Just like, ugh. It's like you're giving me a band aid solution. Like that doesn't yeah, right. that doesn't help me. No. Uh, but re- regardless, um, I- I'm excited for a-, a new headset. I'm excited for all the technology we're going to see this week. Yeah, we'll probably all see the some cool AI stuff from Razer. Yeah. I hope we see some cool stuff from Razer. And we'll see Last some. Last year we uh, got our triple screen monitor or triple screen laptop oh from Razer. It never right. came to flourish yet, but we saw it. It was there. Right. And then that was somebody year, stole it. it. That was yeah. last year. Someone stole it, but yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. Cheers. So yeah, hopefully nothing bad like that happens this year, and we'll, and I'm sure we'll see some new streaming equipment too. They, everyone knows how oh, yeah. how much that's on the rise. Like even Razer, you can see they're taking more of a kind of like a streamer focus. Not that they haven't in the past, but the fact that they came out with a camera with a ring light on there, which like is right. I think they the, people know what they're buying their products for, so now they're going to start you know molding them towards streamers. I think. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, that I think that's a, a good place to, to stop the podcast. Um, hopefully later on this week when we do our second podcast, we'll have some more news on CES, hopefully some good news. Yeah. Um, but I ho- hopefully enjoyed uh, our podcast with our uh, our special guest, Moon Pickle, today. Yeah, thanks um, for having me, guys. Appreciate anytime. it. Anytime. Absolutely. We'll ha- definitely have to have you on, and I'm, I'm sure we'll see you again for uh, for E3 this year. Yes. Oh, yes. Because we will be going, fingers crossed, as long as I'll we get I'll drag tickets. you there, Casey. Moon Pickle, whatever. <laughs> Um, but yeah, if, uh, if you guys like the podcast, definitely leave a, a comment below, subscribe. Uh, we also stream live on Twitch all throughout the week. Tim does Monday through Thursdays, and Trey rocks out our weekends. Uh, so make sure you uh, follow us on there if you want to be updated when we're live. And we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> Later, guys. Bye. See ya.